Namaste. Today is uh, January 6th and I hope you're having a really nice day. I wanted to talk about um, Ayurveda counselors, Ayurveda practitioners or any healers out there if you're out or if you're interested in self-healing and working on your mental, spiritual and, and physical body. I wanted to talk about that today. So we are all suffering. Is there any dude who's not suffering? My God, we are all suffering. Uh, Mother Earth is suffering. There are hurricanes and fires and, uh, you know, there's just an unprecedented amount of climate change. I mean, she's standing up and giving us a hint. It's a big hint. Are we getting it? Um, There is a movie on Netflix about a pair of scientists who are trying to warn the world that the world is going to end, but nobody is taking that seriously. That really resonated with me. Um, So who are we and why are we suffering? Even if we don't realize we are suffering, we are suffering. We uh, We have the result of a previous life karma, which comes on as a blueprint for this life, and we suffer. So who are we from an Ayurvedic perspective? So we are um, um, a combination really of the physical body, the mental body and the spiritual body, mind, body, spirit. Okay, then in Ayurveda, what is the physical body made up of? We In Ayurveda, we don't say, oh, you're made up of, you know, uh, what is that Ayurvedic anatomy? From an Ayurvedic perspective, the physical body that we call the sthula sharira is made up of three doshas vata pitta and kapha and these vata pitta kapha maintain homeostasis they maintain balance and if you read charaka samhita or sushruta samhita or ashtangaridam or, or any of these uh, books by ayurvedic uh, acharyas masters they they really they kind of give it to you the doshas can give you happiness and the doshas can also be villain i mean if vata pitta kapha go where they don't belong they can be villainous and bad and cause disease and how do they do that so our body is made up of three doshas vata pitta kapha it is and all the three doshas each of them has five sub doshas which i am not going to get into and there are so three doshas, 15 sub-doshas, and then there's seven dhatus or seven tissue systems. They are rasa, rakta, mamsa, medha, majja, asti. What does that mean? Rasa is the waters in the body. It includes the lymphatic system, all the water in the body, uh, the, the blood plasma. So in Western medicine, blood when we say blood we already include the plasma portion of the blood in it but in ayurveda we separate it so you have the seven tissue systems and all the organs are part of those tissue systems and then you have something called the srotases or the channels which means that um, you know women have more channels than the men All right, we have talked about the physical body, we have talked about the mental body, and we are now going to talk about the spiritual body. So uh, the previous section I said, it's a never ending story. We keep on receiving all the mental agony and the physical 
issues or imbalances that we have are a result of the previous life karma most of the time according to vedic scriptures and then we make new karma in this life that we're going to receive in next life and in the next life we're going to make new karma oh my god it just never ends how do we stop it so by working on our spiritual self and certain activities and rituals can help reduce the karma so we are not going into the cycle again and again and again and again so let's talk about our spiritual body let's talk about the atma so our spiritual body is made up of the spiritual divine spark that is not physical that does not belong in this physical world it's super super tiny it's i don't know um uh, my husband atul had calculated down to something something nanometers uh because it is explained that this divine spark or the soul or the atma is one ten thousandth the width of a hair so go figure go figure in whatever nanoscale what what it is uh it's really small and it is made up of same divine material as god so think of it as uh you know you have a big piece of wood and it's huge piece of wood and then you have a little tiny uh piece of wood so think of us as very very super tiny piece of wood which is like the size of a molecule and the big piece of uh wood being the universal divine or another example that is given is let's say you're sitting in a room right now and the sunlight is streaming in that that photon one photon of the light of the sun that is coming in your room is us and then you have the entire sun so sun is huge big but the you can say philosophically that one photon of light from the sun in the sun's ray is kind of made of the same material as the sun it's they are they are they are connected they are one but so we are part and parcel of the big divine energy you know god bhagavan and we call that soul that one photon of light compared to the sun we call it atma it is said in the bhagavad gita atma cannot die it cannot get wet you cannot burn it so we never die atma is that energy that never ever dies so i don't know i hope you never get to see it but you know if you ever if you've ever seen uh, someone pass away you see the life seep out of them what is that life that is seeping out that is atma atma is basically or the spirit or the soul the divine spark that is in us that is basically what is running the show in our body which is made up of the five mahabhutas the bag of bones and meat and organs that we are and you know we will immediately that divine spark leaves us and we are nothing we are the divine spark we are not the body then hence your question why are we suffering because every time we are coming back we we make new karma and then the karma includes physical suffering and mental suffering and it includes good stuff too you know if you did good stuff in your previous life you must receive the good result too so you have to keep on taking birth even to get the good result again and again and again and again and again and again did i mention again so what do we do so we are suffering because of this karma and as far as i am concerned and it also says in our ayurvedic books that helping a person 
physical, I mean, supporting them through Ayurvedic practices physically, mentally, and of course, spiritually is our goal. Because when you help somebody spiritually, it cuts off the bad karma from the previous life. That helps them a lot more than any diet that you're going to give them. Of course, the diet is going to help. Don't get me wrong. But if I were to compare, because we are carrying, I don't know how many tons of this energetic karmic baggage with us. You know, reducing the karmic baggage, in in my personal opinion, is very, very important. So what does the Ayurvedic scripture say about helping the physical, mental and the spiritual body? All right, so, you know, we want to work on our physical body, mental body, spiritual body, but we do so much for our physical body. We bathe in the morning, we do makeup, we get facials, we go and go to the gym and, you know, we torture our body with all those machines. You can see I'm a kapha, I do not like exercise much. <laughs> and then mentally we are doing, you know, breathing exercises, we are practicing all kind of body mind activities you're doing meditation you're doing yoga whatnot you're working so much what do we really do for our spiritual body we do not happen to do much and it is the spiritual work that negates our bad karma that baggage of bad karma this includes doing rituals doing mantras doing kirtan um, and uh, what is it that an ayurvedic practitioner or you know counselor or ayurvedic vaidya can do so there in ayurvedic text there are three kinds of um, chikitsa or you could say supporting protocols that are described a lot of sanskrit here the first one is called daiva daiva vyapashre so what does daiva mean so daiva literally is higher beings higher entities divine beings for example we call demigods daiva um, you can call them like higher angels and archangels and things like that so you know appeasing the daivas appeasing those higher entities will help support karma for previous life hey i am just the messenger this is what it actually is mentioned in the ayurvedic ancient texts then the second one so daiva vyaparishray meaning prayers and rituals and jyotish jyotish means vedic astrology so you find out what is the blueprint of a person's life what where are they going to get suffering what good stuff are they going to get and what time and then using that and and it's called pariharas doing pariharas doing rituals doing you know charity doing puja puja means uh, prayers and stuff like that with a specific intention of reducing the karma it's a very specific and pleasing the higher beings that can bless you and take away that karmic baggage that is making us suffer oh boy and we are suffering right the second one is what is more commonly it's called yukti or solution and yukti vipashraya is a solution that means doing yoga or you know mindfulness or uh, following a dosha pacification of diet by doing a good diet a lifestyle following a daily routine seasonal routine taking ayurvedic herbs that would be the yukti yeah and this one we are because that yukti part is mostly you know focusing on the mind and body and you know doing you know mostly body actually 
then you have the sattva vijaya chikitsa sattva vijaya sattva means the truth vijaya means victory how is sattva vijaya different from daiva or the divine being angelic because in sattva vijaya also chikitsa we also do meditation we also do prayers we also do rituals but the aim and objective of sattva vijaya is not to reduce karma and jyotish is not part of it sattva vijaya is how we we are like a coach a guidance counselor or a motivational person to help somebody elevate their spiritual life you know tell them hey you know what you are so hung up on you know this little mole that you have in your right shoulder i'm not joking this is a true story hey listen let's focus on the good things you you have a good life you have people who love you and uh, you know f- kind of motivation motivating them guiding them teaching them how to do mantras and meditation and uh, rituals and basically guiding them to adopt a spiritual lifestyle and working on the spirit so some of these overlap with the daiva but daiva there is only one objective appease those higher beings and gods get their blessing get rid of this karmic baggage so we can reduce our suffering so for example we do rituals on different days monday we do ritual for shiva or uh, moon if you have a debilitated moon in your chart on tuesday we do it for mars and uh, we'll usually do a puja ritual for uh you know shiva's son he is the deity for mars um, his name is kartikeya and we also give uh, puja rituals to hanuman on tuesday wednesday is ruled by mercury the deity for mercury is lord vishnu or krishna uh, thursday is usually jupiter so brahaspati and uh, things related to knowledge and if you know kapha issues so we do work on thursdays uh, friday is venus or shukra and we do work different different things there and then we also follow the lunar calendar to find out what tithi is there's some particular tithis for example there is a tithi it is called ekadashi ekadashi means 11 in sanskrit on that day if you do a fast from all grains it is just like it's like a magic day that gods have allowed us to get rid of our karma oh my god that day. just don't eat any meat on that day don't eat any grains and don't eat any lentils just eat starchy vegetables have yam and potato and uh, you know cook and just cook it yourself just have you know things that come from mother earth like the you know kind of like a goddess diet uh you know uh, root vegetables and fruits that's it if that's all you eat if you have potatoes yam starchy vegetables butternut squash that day just for that one day ekadashi it comes twice a month 11th day of the moon it can reduce think of an entire you know uh, an entire luggage you know you've seen those big luggage bags you know those oversized luggage bags at the airport imagine that getting you know used up in one day so it really really doing a kadashi vrat it's called vrat because you abstain from certain things of course you abstain from sex on that day some people start a kadashi in the morning and they will not just drink water and the evening time they will eat something that's kind of hard um, and the next day next morning but just even eating fruits and vegetables but not gorging yourself on it it's an abstinence you know <laughs> and idea is to you know chant that day uh, i've been doing ekadashi vrat for now how long 
about 24 years now. My husband Atul has been doing it for closer to 50 years now. And we've been vegetarians and no matter what karma comes to, you know, bite us in our backside, somehow doing Ekadashi for a long time, somehow we manage to do Ekadashi. It gives you mental strength. It gives you spiritual strength. You know, it cuts off. And there are certain other days, for example, some people will do Vrat on Purnima as well. And and Purnima Vrat is good as well, but you need to look at Titis as well. So doing Ekadashi Vrat, doing rituals, doing charity also cuts off your karma. Um, doing meditation, chanting, going to a Jyotishi and uh, having the Jyotishi help you, uh, you know, negate some of the karma is also another good example. I think that's it. As I'm out of my time. I hope you enjoyed it. Have a great day.